It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Welcome to the So So Show with Visit Southampton. So, this is Christmas in Southampton. It's a look at life in the SO postcode with her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. Now, this week we get excited for a new Christmas performance. That gives you an idea of the colour and the kapow that's going to happen when you come and go on this adventure. And celebrate 70 years of fundraising. It began literally 70 years ago in my grandma's front room, number seven, Rose Rose. So we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon, which is the afternoon after the morning that 13 million of us were expected to have hangovers <laughs> after the England-Wales game. Yes, and it's a weird one still, isn't it? Watching that on a Tuesday in the cold with a blanket over your knees. So we almost didn't watch it. Right. Because there was a distinct chance that we might not have had any electricity. Oh, yeah. Because you know how they were planning on doing this scheme where you get a bonus if you don't use your electricity yeah. between four and seven. There was a chance that demand was going to outstrip supply. Right. And they were this close to pushing the panic button. Yes. Because we couldn't get power in from other places because a lot of our energy comes from abroad. Yeah. France were looking at their usage going, well, oh, chances are we won't have any Qatar would have sorted it out. Yeah, they'd have shipped it over. <laughs> but yeah, but there was a real chance we might not have been able to watch that. But we did and we won. So we're very, very happy. But if we were doing this in the summer, we wouldn't have needed the lights on. We wouldn't have needed the heating. <laughs> It wouldn't have been a problem. Exactly right. Now, the World Cup, the biggest excitement in my house is when I'm watching a World Cup game and my nine-year-old daughter goes, McDonald's! Because they've (laughs) bought some advertising boards at a game. However, for me, there is more excitement watching not what's going on on the pitch, but what's going on around the pitch because there is always a flag from Hedge End there. Right behind the goal. Yes. And I love it. You know, those Facebook groups that are normally just moaning about dog poo and fireworks, (laughs) they are now just supporting that one flag that says Hedge End. Maybe they're hoping we'll all have a whip round so they. They can stay there for the next stage. <laughs> Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. First on The So So Show, we're going to chat to Jacqueline Ockwell, Executive Director of The Mast Mayflower. She's part of the very local team bringing Alice, a musical adventure in Wonderland, to the mast this Christmas. So we've got 51 young people from all over Southampton um, who have auditioned way back at the start of the year. Um, We've taken the best of the best who are creating this show with us. We've been working on it on Sundays since September and they age from 11 to 18. They're fantastic. The energy that they bring and the authenticity of this party that we're having this Christmas, which everybody can come and join in with um, is absolutely fantastic. How was the show conceived? Where does it come from? So this is a story that is over a hundred years old, a brilliant story that we absolutely love. And so I was given the title and I was given the brief that we'd like it to be another happy, fun musical show, as much fun as Peter Pan was last year. And I remember seeing you with your daughter here last year, having a brilliant time. It was amazing. And I found it so fun. Funny as well. Good, good. Well, I guarantee you're going to have that much fun again this time. 
time. So I wanted to make sure that people left this year feeling as uplifted um, and have had a laugh and have joined in. So the songs, I wanted them to be songs that people could instantly clap along to. And I know this one and I love this one. So we started sort of started thinking about the story um, a, a year ago and how can I work this through? And I knew that I wanted to have obviously all the expectations that people have coming to see Alice in Wonderland. So you've got the white rabbit and you've got the mad hatter and the Cheshire cat, but you've got them with a little bit of a, a difference in the fact that our Alice in Wonderland, she has this dream which is fueled by a sugar rush from Christmas. And this big tin of Quality Street has just filled her up and made her mind just have the most wonderful dreams. And these dreams are musical. And so she arrives and everybody is dancing on the ceiling and they're shaking their tail feather. And we even bring in a few TikTok classics like the world's smallest violin is in there as well. So it's it's a lot of fun and a whole mix of styles. And I was going to give you a tiny weenie exclusive and I was going to show you because I'm allowed to do this because this is this is we're hearing this we're not seeing this this is what the set looks like oh my goodness <laughs> now that is wonderland yes and that is a model of the set. So that is it in tiny, tiny miniature form, which we can then use to move people around, move blocks around and people around to see what are we going to do with this set. But that gives you an idea of the colour and the kapow that's going to happen when you come and go on this adventure. Alice in Wonderland lends itself very nicely to just being all kinds of crazy and wherever you want to go with it. What are we thinking for next year? Oh my goodness me, yes. <laughs> Do you know what? There is something coming for is next it? year and it's already uh, very much in, in the making. Another Mayflower made production. Um, I can't tell you what the title is, I'm afraid, but it will be another production with young people and it's something that everybody knows and loves. Okay, right, now I'm looking forward to it. Just give us one of the songs that um, will may surprise us this year. Oh my goodness me, I can get something that you'd think, oh no, that you'd never expect that to come up in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it's oh so quiet. <gasps> That's my karaoke song. <laughs> That is my karaoke song. That I love Bjork anyway. But, oh my goodness, yeah, I'm, t I'm totally going to love this. Oh, that's your way in. Yes. All right, that's fantastic. Yeah, oh, you're going to be happy customer. Um, yes, so we'd start there. Um, things that, oh gosh, I'd, yes, I'm going to give some things away. So do you remember the, the song The Love Cats by The Cure yes. back in the day? So it goes right back. But also there's songs which I have been made aware of because of this young car. So really current songs like um, Trouble by Valerie Broussard, which is so cool and will instantly be added to everybody's playlist. I know it will. And that is the Queen of Hearts. Okay. So she is trouble. Watch out for the Queen of Hearts. You don't want to upset her. You also don't want to be late because the White Rabbit would be very upset. <laughs> uh, but we also have got those ones that everybody's going to want to sing along to, like Daydream, Believer, and the best song ever better one direction coming in there so it's it it will take people it's it's for all the family there's a song for everyone and do you know what if you go into mast right now the alice a musical adventure in wonderland 
is everywhere. All the decorations, there's so many different things that they've done. There's little boards of playing cards where you can put your head through and have your picture taken. There's the white rabbit here and the white rabbit over there. And Alice, a musical adventure in Wonderland, is for sort of, I don't know, maybe like eight or nine upwards. For the little ones as well, they are doing another show, which is immersive, which is called Down the Rabbit Hole. So make sure you check it out. Jump on the website for Mast Mayflower Studios and check that show out as well, because they do these shows for tiny ones so well. The So So Show. It's nice to be here. In a festively adorned house, because I knew full well when I pulled up your driveway that there would be some Christmas action going on when we got in here. Of course, of course. Look, that last Sunday of November is the first Sunday of Advent. That's when we're putting the decks up. I'll confess that I do have a tree. Yes. But it's currently still wrapped up, leaning against the house out the back. Oh, okay. So where have you got that one from? Oh, that was from B&Q in Hedgeend. Okay. And was it a trek to get it? No, it it wasn't a trek. uh, It's not that far. But what was interesting is watching the psychology of people buying Christmas trees. Okay. Because you'll see a family. The dad will go, oh, I think this one's really good. Yeah. And they'll go, "Mm, yeah. And then the the girls will go off and try and find other trees that are better than the one that the dad's found. And they always end up coming back to the one that the dad's picked and taking that one. Oh, but you know what? This is the thing, right? You always sell to the woman. Yeah. You know that. Do you not know this? Right. So with the sales, it's the woman that makes the decisions. If you're doing like house sales or if you're an estate agent, then you do go with the woman. I've done all the annoying jobs in the world. (laughs) And when I was doing timeshare, what we used to do was hand out scratch cards to people to win a prize. And you would give a losing ticket to the kids, the husband, and you'd give a winning ticket to the woman because that's who you have to win rounds. You mean to tell me that it was fixed? No way. (laughs) But it's true though, in advertising, (laughs) they always say, you know, the women are the ones who make the purchasing decisions. Mm -hmm. They're the one who decide which brand washing powder you use. Exactly. I didn't realise that extended to Christmas tree selection. You're involved in weddings, right? And (laughs) DJing at weddings, you know that it's the bride that makes all these decisions. But what made me laugh was watching these families where the dad picked the tree that they would eventually go with, but everyone else had to see if they could find a better one first. Exactly, because it's them that makes the decision. So Christmas is coming round and I've just got to show you something. So the beautiful, wonderful people at John Lewis in Westkey, um, they have given us a special box, a special tin of Quality Street, which is the So-So Street. And it is... And it is a proper tin and it's proper big. Do you want a chocolate? Oh, go on. (laughs) And you can choose which ones go in there. So So if you like... Which ones haven't you put in here? um, I haven't done any of this. They literally just gave it to me. And they've changed the wrappers as well with some of them this year because they've done away with the foil and they've gone for... So this, I reckon, is probably a strawberry cream. Yes. But it's not shiny. Oh, well, they are then. So... Oh, I might have put that back and have a fudge. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going for a non-shiny fudge instead. Oh, yeah, do that. Do that. But it's so brilliant in there. You can go in, you can choose which chocolates go into your tin, and you can personalise it as well. And apparently, I only found this out this morning, 
If you take it back next year, you don't get charged for the tin. You can just you can it. just buy the oh, chocolates. What a genius what? idea! Use it for your cakes in the meantime. Yeah, and then jog back in December. Refill, please, and don't put the coconut ones in. Last Friday was Black Friday, really? right? I didn't know that was happening. I mean, if it wasn't for the month's worth of fifty-four emails a day saying we've got a Black Friday sale on. I reckon you're better off not doing Black Friday because you stand out a bit more. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I did go to West Quay and try and take a bit of an advantage of the Black Friday sales. Were they offering discounts on the ice ring? Well, I... <laughs> no. Did you go in and buy a, a season ticket at half price or something? Is the mulled wine on the Black Friday sale, please? <laughs> Can I have one skate at a reduced rate, please? No, I did get a dress from John Lewis. Right. A pair of wellies. Right. I reckon the last time I bought wellies was about 20 years ago. Were you in the Young Farmers? I was in the Young Farmers, yeah, yeah. I've not worn them out, but, you know, I thought, oh, I need a new pair of wellies. I'm not sure that I do, but they were on a sale. When it snows next week, you'll be glad you got them. (laughs) Exactly. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Now, some families have heirlooms that they pass down from generation to generation. For Alice... It's a charity. The Rose Road Association support young disabled people in the Southampton area and their families. It began literally 70 years ago in my grandma's front room, which happened to be number seven Rose Road. And she she set it up because she could see that there was absolutely nothing. There was no school, no infrastructure at all around supporting, no transport even, around supporting any family who had a disabled child in the area and across the nation as well really so she garnered loads of support and it's become i mean it's beautiful building now it's up by the general hospital yes um it's a really vibrant school there's a special needs school there there's a respite care center so to give families a break and then there's all sorts of sort of day activities as well it just does so much in the community and it's managed to get through the craziness of covid with an impact who just care about it absolutely loads it's amazing and you talk about it with a lot of passion as well 70 years this has been running now i know you know i think everybody in southampton has heard of rose road yeah and they've seen the bright pink collection boxes in the news agent you know (laughs) always overflowing but it's always been part of the background my mum was 10 years old when her mum decided she, she had five kids already and she decided that she had a bit of spare time. So that's when she set it up. And my mum and her two older sisters have been ambassadors there ever since and supported them in fundraising and gone to their events and things. Over the last 10 years or so, I've become more involved kind of as an adult and supporting as my mum and her sisters have got older and older. So my mum's 81 and her older sisters are 85 and 90. And it's like, okay, wow. pass it on to the next person. And the way I, I've done a few charity walks, fundraising and things, but actually, I found a way to support them is to offer them what I do best, which is I'm a coach and I work on culture and well-being for staff. So I've done a project in the past on values-based recruiting and being able to really make sure that the people they get are as passionate about the charity as they are. And actually, there's a new chief exec there who's joined over the last year or so. And now that I've officially been made an ambassador at this awards season, I'm going to get involved and offer my time helping them with their culture values employee well-being program so actually working with the team there rather than with the users the service users what were the awards all about 
Oh, they were amazing. There, there were, I mean, there must have been about 15 of them. And they were all awards for young people who had just really managed to thrive and try really hard in whatever service setting they were in. So it was like for outstanding settling in or for being able to show care and interest for other people. Um, and it, it was all about their achievements throughout. And they had a, a, a great, um, you know, there were lots of people there applauding and um, I think it's Ordnance Survey that sponsored as well. Right. So they were all there handing out refreshments. I got to give an award to a young person and it was great. It was lovely. It was a young guy who had settled into and he was so excited. His, his mum said to me, I have to keep him like in his wheelchair because he just runs around. He's so excited all the time. <laughs> um, and <laughs> he had, he's done it for settling in really, really well to a new setting. Great. Yeah, because they... They have like respite care and then they also have the, the sort of different levels of day support as well. And it's it just been for him just settling in and always having a smile for people and being really, really positive. Well, thank you so much for all of the stuff that you do at Rose Road. Thank you to your grandmother for setting it up 70 years right? ago. And look, jump <laughs> yeah. on the Rose Road Association uh, website because there are fundraising pages on there and give, give, give. Amazing, yes. Thank you. So the Rose Road Association is aiming to raise a total of £10,000 before Christmas to provide care and support to children and young people with the most complex disabilities and medical needs in our community. You can find out more about their special little mission before Christmas by dropping by their website. They're so brilliant, honestly. Go on the website, you absolutely buy into this. Their story is phenomenal. The So So Show. I just want to give a shout Two, the Southampton Hospital team from Southampton Children's Hospital Paediatric ICU team. That's a very specific shout to give. It is because they have won Best Team at the Sun Who Cares Wins Awards because the team helped to evacuate 21 Ukrainian children from the Polish border to the UK earlier this year for cancer treatment. Wow. How amazing is that? And they are the people that are in Southampton. They deserve to be celebrated, right? So obviously I've got my Christmas tree. I haven't got my decorations up. I'm going to sort all that out at the weekend. But I am getting quite excited because next week the panto opens. And it's sooty again. Yay! Maybe I'm not quite as excited about that as you are. There is no way that you shouldn't be, you know. I'm loving panto. I can't wait for... Alice, a musical adventure in Wonderland. I can't wait for Goldilocks and the Three Bears at Mayflower Theatre. And then I went for a facial at the lovely sanctuary in Botley. And while I was having a facial, I was chatting away to Beth, who was my beautician, and she's never been to a panto. What? Right. I don't know how this happens. Do you? Well, I'd never been to a panto until I came to a city that had one. But everybody's got a panto, surely. Not Hartwell, the tiny village on the border with Milton Keynes and Buckingham, no. But don't they do, like, a little amateur Amdram one? In the village I grew up in, 
probably the nearest panto was a good seven miles away in the nearest town. Well, then you need to go seven miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't. No, it was just one of those things my family was never into. But I'd like to think that I've started the tradition now because mine have been most years. Yeah. Since yeah. we moved to Southampton, they've seen the panto every year. I love pantomime and I couldn't believe it. So poor Beth. So what I've told her is, look, the So So Show, if you go onto our Instagram right now, you could win four tickets. That's you and three of your mates or three of your family members to go to the Mayflower Theatre to go and see Goldilocks and the Three Bears, Jason Donovan, Sooty and Sweep and Faye Brooks. This could be the year that you see your first ever pantomime. And what a year it is to start. Oh, how brilliant. I can't wait for it. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. So, this is Christmas in Southampton. I love how you sing that. Well, I've got to vary it. <laughs> right, this is at Southampton City Farm. It's a beautiful place just to go for a wander anyway. But 10th of December, they have a Santa's Grotto and a winter festival. There is a Christmas craft fair on the 3rd of December at Nursling and Rownham's Hall. The Great Elf Investigation. This is all over the city. It's the augmented reality thing, isn't it? So you take your smartphone and you can see the characters and everything else. Comes and you to can life. build the story yourself. And look, there's an hour's worth of entertainment there. When it's cold, when it's sunny, take the kids and go and find out where the elves are. Or one of you takes the kids while the other does a little bit of description. <laughs> Christmas shopping. <laughs> yes, good idea. Uh, West Key have their toy appeal running at the moment, and I've seen it this morning. There are lots and lots of tags there. You basically go and find yourself a tag. It will have the name of a child and their age, and then you go off and buy that child a gift. And it's just a really, really lovely idea. Thousands of people do it every year, and it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy, right? Also, to make you feel warm and fuzzy, uh, we've been contacted by Yellow Door, which is a domestic and sexual abuse charity. They are taking part in the Big Give, which means every pound donated is match-funded, so they get double the money, okay? So visit yellowdoor.org and give what you can. Well, that's another So So Show. Thank you very much for listening. And if you're not following us on our socials already, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook because you could be off to the panto and maybe just <laughs> like Beth, it could be your first <laughs> ever time. Oh, yes, it could. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. 